judge. Judge not that you be not judged. Matthew 7 1. There is perhaps no other verse of scripture more misused, misinterpreted, and misunderstood than Matthew 7 1. Nothing so reveals a shallow view of God, a confused concept of biblical law, a simpleton understanding of divine justice, and a hidden sympathy for sin as when Matthew 7 1 or judge not is wrongly invoked to evade spiritual light. The only judgment that is forbidden in the scriptures is hypocritical judgment. Even a casual overview of Matthew 7 reveals Jesus never intended this to be understood as a universal censor against judgment. Though hypocritical judgment is indeed condemned, nowhere in the Bible is righteous moral judgment forbidden. In fact, the scriptures teach, For the Lord loveth judgment, Psalm 37:28. Likewise, throughout the scriptures, God has revealed himself grieved when there is a lack of judgment. For example, Yea, truth faileth, and he that departeth from evil maketh himself a prey. And the Lord saw it, and it displeased him that there was no judgment. Isaiah 59:15. In Old Testament Israel, when God raised up judges, there was deliverance. When there were no judges, only bondage. If this were not enough, consider that Jesus in the New Testament actually commanded judgment. Judge not according to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. John 7.24 And finally, the epistles likewise confirm the fact that judgment is an essential exercise for true spirituality. Prove all things. Hold fast that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil. 1 Thessalonians 5.21-22 All this and more, yet the modern professing church foolishly assumes that to make moral judgments is unchristlike. They fail to comprehend the utter absurdity of such a proposal. It is both unscriptural and illogical. First, it is impossible to accurately declare the law of God and preach the gospel apart from moral judgment. Think of it. Law without repercussion is no law at all, but only suggestion. Secondly, to assume we can avoid moral judgment is a spiritual contradiction of the highest order, as all must and do judge. It is inescapable. For example, if we assume someone is a Christian, that is a judgment, albeit a positive one. Nonetheless, it requires as much eternal wisdom to declare something or someone of God as it does to declare something or someone not of God. In fact, this precept, as they define it, is impossible to practice or promote without violating the very charge it theoretically establishes. When men recall at correction or reproof via God's word, with you are wrong or in sin because you are judging me, they fail to see that they themselves, in a vain attempt to condemn moral judgment, have hypocritically made a moral judgment. Unfortunately, the myth of no one can judge has been propagated by the professing church to the delight of Satan. He has used it to blindfold and gag the church. 
quenching and thwarting true spiritual discernment among believers, as people are now afraid to apply the Bible. Likewise, he has implemented it to deceive sinners into believing anyone who exercises judgment or warns them of the consequences of their sin is a hypocrite. Thus, sinners and hypocrites alike use this perversion of scripture in an attempt to extinguish the light and cover their sin. They hate him that rebuketh in the gate, and they abhor him that speaketh uprightly. Amos 5.10